Hey, Bullers, you're listening to Bull After Bull episode 14 on Sunday, November 2nd, 2014. I'm smoking bow after bow. And I smoke. Bow after bow after bow after bow after bow after bow. And I smoke. Welcome, everyone. And happy All Souls Day. All Souls Day. <laughs> it's the final day in the three-day celebration of Dia de los Muertos, um, which is All Souls Day. Um, and on this day, you remember and honor deceased adults. Yesterday was All Saints Day, which is when you remember and honor deceased children. Interesting. Fun fact. Dead baby day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yesterday. Well, we still have a pumpkin that we haven't carved yet, and it's November 2nd. But we're going to get to that tonight. We're going to kind of carve it out, scrape all the guts out. And then you know, last year we were Googling around, what do you do with pumpkin guts? What what can you use them for? And so we did uh, roasted pumpkin seeds. Oh, that was good. With cinnamon and brown sugar mm-hmm. on it. That was really good. And we also made um, pumpkin butter, right. which is super delicious with graham crackers. So. It's, it's basically like apple butter, but pumpkin instead of apple. Yep. We'll be doing that again. We'll, uh, we'll let y'all know how that goes. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the show and coming back. Uh, right now, we just got the new setup, and so we want to like be disciplined to try and do a show like at least every week. Just uh, There's a lot of stuff going on in town. There's a lot of stuff going on nationally. There's a lot of stuff going on with cannabis. There's a lot of stuff going on with stuff that has nothing to do with cannabis. And so we care about it all, and we're trying to figure out a way to package the show better, to uh, you know make, make there some sort of focus, but something that's brandable and packageable. So a rebranding is something that uh, we're definitely toying with uh, moving on, but like... Like the website has said from day one, you know, this is a work in progress, and it will remain a work in progress. Um, I would like to sort of get a new name, new everything, new art. The intro is super dumb, and I know that, but it, you know, it's what I made in like four minutes with GarageBand uh, the, when I first wanted to do the show, so. Um, I don't think it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It's silly, for sure. You can't say it's, it's fun. not silly. <laughs> but uh you know i'd uh be looking forward to that um if anyone has you know if anyone listens to this thing and has ideas about that you feel free to email me any suggestions or tweet uh, them offers uh you can tweet me at spencer w pearson or you can just email spencer at bullafterbull.com lorian also has a lorian at bullafterbull.com i believe oh well, that would be nice to have some access to. <laughs> yeah. You could use that. We'll or, make sure you're set um, up. Yeah, if you want to email me for funds, my email is lorian.rose at gmail.com. Pretty easy. There you go. Um, so. There's um, the, yeah, the November 4th elections are coming up. Yeah, two days from now. And um, I have a quick rundown on national cannabis ballot measurements and or initiatives and such um so let's see starting in we've got initiative 91 in oregon which legalizes cannabis and you know safely regulates the sales and possession at all levels it does however ban public use which which is know. still banned right now right it stinks but 
it's a step. Yeah. yeah. No, it's an excellent, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just another state going legal. Right now there's two, you know, so it's like we need right. more people to join that list and tip the scale. And it seems like Oregon has a good chance of legalizing it um, because there's a lot of polls coming out right now being published online that show the majority supports legalization. Um, and also there are already more than 196 approved medical dispensaries. Um, right. So medical is very well alive and well in Oregon. Yep. Then in Alaska, we have ballot measure two, which would allow people 21 and older to possess up to one ounce in six plants. Uh, in uh, Florida, they're trying to add an amendment to the Florida Right to Medical Marijuana Initiative, which would guarantee um, protection from criminal and civil liability and sanctions for medical patients and their caregivers, licensed physicians, and um, medical marijuana treatment centers, um, just, you know, to add more protections. And then in Washington, D.C., we have Initiative 71, which would allow residents 21 and older to grow up to three plants, carry up to two ounces of marijuana outside of the home, and give but not sell up to one ounce to other adults. Florida is also one of 13 states that legalize CBD oil use. Um, CBD stands for cannabidiol, and it's one of the two main components, or compounds, sorry, in cannabis, the other being THC. Um, these are the ones we hear about the most. Cannabidiol is a non-psychoactive compound, though, that has medical effects but doesn't make you feel stoned. THC is what is attributed to the uh, psychoactive, you know, elements in cannabis. So, yeah, we got a uh, local election here coming up, and there's no marijuana initiatives on ours, but uh, there are a few things that have been getting a lot of attention nationally. You know, I, I will say about doing election guides for candidates themselves, um... There can be so many different options for you personally. I don't want to really like it, like an endorsement of a candidate. None of the candidates I really know that well uh, this time around. So, you know, sometimes you'll have a personal relationship with a candidate. Some people just are voting straight party line every single time. But um, this year I don't really have any candidates to endorse uh, myself personally. Uh, I will talk about two, uh, the two propositions that are being talked about around town a lot, Prop 1 and Prop 2. Um, Prop 2 specifically have been getting a lot of mailers about, these gigantic color mailers. with a little sad cartoon boy about Prop 2, about how it's going to raise uh, property taxes and home taxes. And uh, there actually is Prop 1, a question about property taxes and home taxes. And I've been seeing around town a lot of confusing the two between Prop 1 and Prop 2. Um, there's a lot of yes on Prop 1s, and they have a little picture. Those signs have little pictures of cops and firefighters on them. And there's no on 2. No on 2 is everywhere. You know, we see a big-ass sign up of Lucky's just, like, placed beautifully next to the Cronky sign, the Cronky <laughs> group sign. You get the Cronky group sign, and then you got the no on Prop 2 sign, so, you know... 
it's kind of obvious that Kroenke is a big developer in town. They wouldn't want new development fees. And that's what Prop 2 is about. It's about the developing fees for constructing new properties and new residential properties, especially uh, downtown. Because um, as it stands right now, the taxpayers are sharing too much of the burden of developing these new Brookside's and these new student monster housing, you know, Opus projects, all this, all that stuff. We have to pay for most of the infrastructure around it, you know. Um, so, personally, how I'm going to vote and my endorsement would be no on Prop 1 and yes on Prop 2. So, Prop 1, uh, it's the 30 cents on per $100 uh, bump up in property taxes. And that's supposed to pay for an increase in staffing and operations. Um, recent Heartbeat article actually claims that insiders in the police department are actually against that themselves uh, just because they don't believe the money is going to be spent how they say it's going to be spent, which we've seen time and time again You know, from these kind of things. They bump up taxes, bump up fees, make the funds bigger, and then they don't deliver what they've promised to deliver. You know, We've seen that with the sewer bond issues. We've seen that with all kinds of stuff. Um, then as far as Prop 2 goes, Proposition 2 is just an increase in development fees. So, um, you know, these developers are the ones sending out all of these mailers saying that it's going to increase your cost. It's going to make groceries more expensive is one of the silly claims. Um, and, you know, they're just trying to hold you hostage, the taxpayer. They're, tr they're claiming this is a tax, but it's just – it's a development. It is a tax, but it's only on developers. It's not on the taxpayers at large. Um and, you know, most of us don't live in the student housing downtown. In fact, most of us don't want to see all this student housing downtown taking over all of the, you know, what used to be a really artsy and cool and unique downtown. Now it's become, you know, just pretty much a, an alcoholic stumbling ground, you know, and there's really not a lot of diversity down there anymore because it's just all MU students, uh, all MU undergrads, you know, like... So anyway, that's how that's my rundown of the of the ballot. There's a number of different uh, candidates running for office, but I encourage everyone to do your own research on that in the in the district that you live in, or in the you know in the in the specific wards that you live in. One thing I did want to talk about though is a little uh, update, a re-update on the on the recall Chadwick efforts, how that's going. Um, it's in full swing. We got. Uh, the first meeting was last Wednesday to kind of try and build a coalition. Um, you know, this all started on the on the council meeting that we talked about last episode, where Chadwick Broker campaign promised to uh, support the decriminalization of cultivation here in the city limits. Uh, there's plenty of other things that have gone wrong with her the uh, the buddy buddy thing with Opus. Um, the proposal to raise the tobacco purchasing age from 18 to 21, which we talked about last episode. Uh, the Banning alcohol in Douglas Park. Banning alcohol in Douglas Park, which has, you know, been decried as racist by a number of different groups in town. Uh, so what we're going to do uh, in response to that Douglas Park one in particular, uh, this kind of started organically just as an idea I had. I wanted to go up to the park and bring like a 30-pack or something and just sort of talk about the recall initiative and maybe gather some signatures. But that's 
uh, grown into. We're gonna have we're gonna be out there for like four hours now, from one to five this Saturday. Uh, I got a keg donated by some local Dogecoin enthusiasts. I got some wine donated by Top Ten Wines, and uh, so we're gonna have wine and beer and a little bit of a concert and uh, signature. Um, anyone can come to it. You don't have to be first ward to come and get the free beer. The only thing. The only thing necessary for the beer is that you present a valid ID and be 21 years old, or at least. Um, so we'll have that going. But yeah, you don't you don't have to sign the petition just to get the beer. The beer is for free for everyone. And we just want to kind of protest the Douglas Park alcohol ban and show that you know we can gather in this park just as well as any other park and be responsible and have a good time. You know, like that's the whole point of the park is to come out as a community and you know have a good time and be responsible about it. And Douglas Park is one of the nicest parks in Columbia. It is nice. It's got that big water park with it. It's got yeah, it's you know. beautiful. So um, that's that's where we'll be this Saturday, uh, November eleventh, I believe. Uh, let me check the date just to make sure. No, it's not. It's not. It is the eighth. Eighth. Yeah. November eighth. What time? Uh, we're starting at one p.m. and uh, we'll have a number of different artists. I think I got four artist time slots. Three are filled right now. We're kind of still doing final planning. Then we'll, uh, all the details will be finalized by early this coming week. And then um, I'm trying to put together a few speakers too to come speak between acts. But it'll be a good time, and you know, f- free free alcohol. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't, can't really, really miss go wrong. Out. <laughs> can't really miss out. So we'll see you down there at Douglas Park. Um, I did also want to mention, though, that uh, Hank Waters Hank Waters wrote a little Tribune article, or an, uh, an op-ed, you yeah. know, in the in the paper that he owns, so he can waltz in and write whatever he wants whenever he wants in it. Uh, he he wrote his own piece about the about the free Chad or about the recall Chadwick campaign. Right, and he basically just said that the recall Chadwick campaign was not meritable, like it, you know, it was stupid. It had no merit to it. Um, and from a J school journalism student aspiring watchdog perspective, I think this is deplorable. Um, I mean, I, I don't believe you should use your newspaper as a way to express your opinions um, just because you own it and you can, especially because. Uh, this week there I mean, there was great coverage in the Tribune on the Recall Chadwick movement, right? And there, that got a lot of attention. That mm-hmm. really helped us out. Um, well, it's, with the it's, movement. As, it's as if he's writing these pieces and he doesn't even read his own paper. You know, right? He's totally patronizing the the entire first ward by saying that their efforts are uh, without merit and they should be ignored. You know, like most of these people he's talking to. He's telling this is the direct quote: "Their campaign is without merit and should be ignored by first ward voters." Well, plenty of first ward voters are are this campaign. That's the whole point. You know, we are first ward voters. I'm a first ward voter. We want Chadwick out, and he's telling us to ignore our own campaign. Basically, you know, it's so patronizing. It's so uninformed of what he's even talking about. The movement he's even talking about to say that it's just a handful of. Uh, marijuana supporters you know it's it goes way beyond that it crosses a lot of aisles in the community the coalition of people that want chadwick recalled are a big group of people who might not 
ever be in the same room politically otherwise, you know? They, people who not, don't really speak. I mean, I've met activists in this town just because of the Recall Chadwick thing so far that I never would have met probably otherwise, you know? So there's there's a very broad coalition, and to pretend that it's a waste of time and pretend that no one's going to support, there's nothing to see here, is just disingenuous at best, you know? And... I just I just saw that and just uh, Hank Waters. But you wrote up a really nice Facebook post about it and um, were cited in a Keep Columbia Free article. Yeah, they quoted which is me. Pretty awesome. They quoted me at Keep Columbia Free. So that's what's uh, kind of cool about the modern internet age sort of journalism and dissemination of information. You know, the that you can just be ranting on a Facebook post and then someone in the community will see that and quote it in their you know, source and their page or whatever. It's really cool. I love this whole internet thing. Yeah, it's awesome. It helps a lot of people get their voice heard, which is really nice. So last week we had a had an almost two-hour episode, and we know that that's a lot to ask you to listen to. So keeping this one kind of short and sweet, uh, we wanted to check in entirely about the Douglas Park thing. We want to kind of run down the, um, the Prop 1 and Prop 2 uh, and sort of sort the information out there, but... You know, other than that, we didn't have a lot to talk about this week, and we just wanted to keep it short for you. Yep, we'll be uh, working on a rebrand and coming back at you with some new stuff make next sure week. To, make sure to email us or tweet us out. Uh, we have links for all that in the show notes. And uh, if you haven't found our Twitters by now, then you know you're not looking. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, having said that, yeah. we're signing out. May your bowls burn ever brighter, people.